We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. You're listening to Kilkenny Today with Morris O'Connor on Community Radio, KilkennyCity.ie. Good afternoon, welcome to today's Kilkenny Today. Um, I suppose sadly there was quite a lot in the death notices there and uh, more, on a more upbeat note, a fair bit of sports news as well too. Thanks to Pat Tracy for that. And indeed thanks to Des and Orla for another fascinating big jump. I was amazed listening to about um, Maloney from BYD talking about the electric buses and then the same company turns around and becomes the biggest mask manufacturer, mask maker in the world. Um, it just shows you there's a sort of level of an incredible level of industry obviously going on in China whatever you might think uh, about lots of other things that happen over there but fascinating big jump anyway again today as per usual thanks to Orla and Des for that um, great to be back with you I am in, again in the studio and it's lovely to be here settling in getting uh, well reused to things back here in Hebron again um, later on in the show we're going to be joined given that the day that's in it uh, we're going to be joined by one of my co-presenters and indeed my producer Anne Nolan who'll be coming in for a chat um, she won't be planning playing any electronic dance music or any of that sort of mad stuff but we'll be just having the chat later on in the show um, given the day as well as I mentioned that's in it in National Community Radio Day uh, we'll be hearing from some of our own presenters who haven't been in studio for a while as well uh, Barry Henriquez being one who will be with us uh, uh, and a recording anyway recorded chat I think with Anne later on in, towards the middle of the show we'll be having a quick look at the weather as well and uh, before we get going um, I was asked to announce that there was a black Labrador dog male found in and around Goran somewhere um, a short while ago you can contact us here at the station and we'll pass on the number of the man who found it so hopefully somebody um, knows something about that black dog um, black Labrador male Labrador and uh, we'll, be able, we'll be able to help get it reunited with its owner. Um, one other announcement we were asked also to play is this one from Kilkenny County Council. To ensure people can safely and easily visit Kilkenny City, a one-way traffic system is now in place in the city centre, from John's Bridge to the parade and from the parade to Parliament Street, to aid social distancing and provide space for you to move around safely. Please enjoy our city and watch out for the new traffic flow signage and markings. This is your council working for you in Kilkenny City and County. So there you go. Um, that newly, one newly implementing or about to be implemented one-way system is starting to happen a wee bit earlier than was originally planned. It was thought of it for next Monday, but now they're starting this evening, Friday the 19th. So keep an eye out for that if you are in and around the centre of town in a car or otherwise. Um, to, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I hope, in one for one anyway, that it's a big success. Now, we'll be, we'll be talking in a few minutes' time to our first live guest of today, and that's Mags Whelan, who's the resource worker with Kilkenny PPN. Uh, but before that, as I mentioned, given that today's Community Radio Day and it's been celebrated and hosted in Phoenix FM 92.5 in Dublin with the support of the broadcast 
Broadcasting Authority of Ireland. Um, we thought we'd, we have been, as you've been listening during the day, you know, we've been celebrating it and marking it during the day, uh, particularly since lunchtime. Um, but to continue on in that vein, we thought we'd feature some of our own presenters. And first one up is a short chat with Liam Kelly O'Rourke. Liam Kelly O'Rourke, sports extraordinaire and the youngest member of Community Radio Kilkenny City's award-winning sports team. Hello, Anne. Thanks very much for the lovely compliment. <laughs> You're more than welcome. 60-plus years between yourself and the oldest member of the sports team. How do you feel about that? So I believe. I'm not sure, I'm not too sure Barry will want to hear that, but uh, that's what I believe, yeah, and it's great because, you know, someone as young as myself learning from someone with Barry and Nicky and Pat's experience, and there's loads of them in there, it's just great to work with these guys. Yes, yeah, so they have made a big influence on your life. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I came in to Community Radio Kilkenny City four years ago at this stage, knowing very little about radio broadcasting, and uh, they took me under their wing, along with Don Devlin and Tom Phelan, who I worked with first when I joined the station. And, you know, over the past four years, I've been in, in Nolan Park and other venues across Kilkenny working for the station, and they've just taught me little tips and tricks about how to you know, do radio reports, presenting uh, sports programmes and the likes as well. So they've taught me while I've been at the station. And do you think community radio has changed your life? Well, of course it has. I mean, whether you're... And the great thing about community radio is whether you're 80 or 18, there's a place for you there. And it certainly changed my life because, I mean, as I said, before I joined, I knew very little about radio broadcasting. I was a young lad attending secondary school in the CBS here in Kilkenny who had aspirations of going into into radio broadcasting but had very little knowledge and community radio has given me the the skills and tips to to further my career down the line and i'll be forever grateful for that why did you get involved in community radio in the first place why did you pick community radio kenny city well as a kid i was a sports mad child and unlike other kids in the schoolyard whether it was in primary school or secondary school not only did I have a fascination with the players and the athletes in soccer matches, rugby matches, hurling matches, whatever sport you want to pick, I had an, I had an interest in broadcasting and commentary and, and the different skills your your Dara Melodies on RTE, your Martin Tyler's commentating on Sky used. I just wanted to learn about it and I just really had the push and the drive to want to be part of something. And I saw Community Radio in Kenny City, it was in its early stages at the time and I said, I chanced my arm and I'd send an email and Fortunate enough, I came across our station manager, Declan Gibbons, who gave me the opportunity, and I never looked back from there. And would you recommend community radio to people in general if they wanted to get into the broadcasting limelight? Would you recommend people using community radio as a stepping stone? Oh, definitely. I mean, if you're going into third level college to, to study something along journalism or broadcasting, that's brilliant. But going into the getting the practical experience that community radio gives you, it's, it's, it's vital. I mean, you pick up skills that you won't pick up in a textbook or in your notes. You get practical experience, you get to drive the desk, you get to go to different events, and, and you, you just get that, you get the feel for what it might be like to work in the industry. And not only for people like me, but if you're not interested in broadcasting, but you just want to be, you're a people's person, and you want to connect with the people of Kilkenny or wherever you're from, community radio is the place to be, because it doesn't discriminate. And, you know, commercial radio is all about ratings etc etc but in community radio it's about the people for the people 
Indeed it is. Couldn't say it better myself. Well done, Liam uh, Kelly O'Rourke and that one about the people for the people. Good man yourself. And uh, keep up the good work on the sports broadcasting. Hopefully there will be plenty more sports to broadcast on and to comment on and discuss and stuff before too long. I think things are starting to slowly get gradually back to some sense of the new normal anyway in that whole area of activity. Sport. Anyway, uh, joining me uh, uh, here in front of me in the studio, I don't know what about her sporting prowess, but uh, one way or the other we won't ask, we won't embarrass her. Uh, is <laughs> Mags Whelan from the PPN, resource worker with the PPN. Good afternoon, Mags. How are you? Hi, Morris. Thanks very much for having me on the show and uh, happy National Community Radio Day to you all. Thank you very much indeed. And I, th- I thought it was particularly appropriate, Mags, to have you in uh, the chat because there is, there is definitely a great synergy between what you do in the PPN and what we do here in Community Radio Kilkenny City. Absolutely. I suppose um, the way I look at uh, community radio, much like ourselves, you know, it's a platform for social inclusion and community cohesion and engagement. And uh, I suppose, you know, we're, we're, we have very similar paths uh, that we that we follow. Um, I've been a big advocate of community radio um, even before I joined the PPN. So it's it's fantastic that we do have a good working relationship. And um, I certainly plan on, on nurturing that as well going forward, Morris. But as you know yourself, that every every. Friday afternoon anyway we we uh, have sponsored a, um, a radio broadcast here within community radio um, which focuses on the area of community and community well-being um, what our uh, member groups and organizations are doing out there in uh, the, the county and in the city and it's just a fantastic way of showcasing the work that's been done by volunteers um, you know which can very very easily be overlooked um, but they are the backbone to our society and I suppose really for us um, it's a fantastic way of showcasing their work. Yeah, and that show of course is Kilkenny Communities in Action which is on at 7 o'clock here on Friday evening between 7 and 8.30 of course with uh, Paul Brophy and Liz Cat and mm-hmm. the team and uh, yeah, that's the, the, the so it's the focal point of the relationship bet- between the between the PPN and uh, Community Radio Kilkenny City, and it's great to have. Now I know there's lots going on uh, despite the pandemic and all the rest mm-hmm. uh, at the moment, Mags, with with the PPN. Um, the PPN's involved as one of one of the partners, I suppose, in the the county's community response forum that was uh, activated there at the earlier stages of the PPN. Um, has that been an active engagement or? Has there anything interesting emerged out of that or is it very much business as usual for queries to the council and it's just going through a different channel? No, in fairness, uh, Morris, I suppose uh, it, it has been a fantastic way of um, building uh, relationships because not alone are we working with the council, uh, but, you know, there's other agencies involved as well, like the HSE, uh, the Civil Defence um, Healthy Ireland so there's there's quite a number of agencies there at play at uh, the library services as well who've been doing a fantastic job and uh, what we have well certainly from the PPN's point of view uh, we've we focused a bit more on the whole social inclusion aspect because um, there was a cohort I suppose of society that um, weren't perhaps you know not being um, I suppose best looked after um, so we we come at it from that point of view and the best way of doing that was through uh, infection control so the PPN actually rolled out that action and took control of it um, and we developed infection control packs which effectively were made up of you know sanitizers hand sanitizers uh, bacterial wipes um, just basic things that you would use on a day-to-day basis to I suppose protect yourself and safeguard your your family and friends and all of that um, and not to mention just 
the, the general upkeep of the environment in which you live. Um, and we targeted those towards um, some of our social inclusion groups, such as the, the traveller community, um, the Syrian community, uh, migrants, uh, and indeed um, anyone that was coming from kind of a vulnerable uh, disposition. So we worked quite a bit as well uh, with the family resource centres in that regard. So we delivered there on the 27th of May over 100 uh, individual packages um, to all of those communities. Um, we got a fantastic response. It was it was overwhelming, actually, the response that we got. Um, and indeed, God forbid, if there is a resurgence, which we, we don't obviously want, but if there is, you know, that we're, we're best placed to, to react now. We know exactly what's required out there. Um, but I suppose on foot of that as well, Morris, um, I'm working quite closely with uh, the community division of Kilkenny County Council, uh, with our Healthy Ireland uh, uh, coordinator and indeed the civil defence uh, in relation to a kind of a community wellbeing action, for want of a better word. Now, it's not the community wellbeing that the PPN is associated with. I'll come to that in a couple of minutes. But um, it, certainly, it certainly is linked to it. And what we're actually doing at the moment, um, I've reached out to quite a number of our member organisations, including MS Ireland, who you're involved with yourself, Morris, um, just to identify... Um, you know, the, the services that were being provided throughout the whole uh, COVID pandemic up to this point, um, the I suppose the obstacles that um, were, were met, uh, what they felt uh, was going to be a major need and requirement going forward. And what we're doing at the moment is correlating um, uh, that information. Um, and basically, we're aiming now over the next couple of weeks to, to bring forward actions in relation to that that will provide assistance to all of these groups going forward um, right. over the coming months. So and I'll update you on that yeah, over the coming weeks. There's another one of the groups, I suppose, that uh, when you're talking about the pandemic, that spring to mind, particularly because um, they were the ones who were told to cocoon and they were told mm. to be very careful mm. and all the rest. The older um, age spectrum of the population or the older end of the age yes. spectrum of the population who I presume would be represented here in Kilkenny by the likes of Age Friendly Kilkenny. Yes. Is there much going on particularly with them? Oh, the, look, at the, the Older People's Forum and the Age Friendly Programme is just absolutely fantastic. They're out on their own. They're being Also, they're working in conjunction with ourselves on the forum, but um, with uh, other services like Alone and uh, the Civil Defence. And what we've identified um, is that uh, it's it's social interaction is the big the big issue there. You know, uh, people are beginning to feel lonely. They want to reach out to family members, but you know maybe they're not IT savvy. I mean, we take it for granted course, that, yeah. that you know we're, we're we really do. Uh, but there's a massive cohort of people, and I'm not just uh, aiming it at uh, that particular uh, cohort in society mm. either. It's across the board, but primarily, um, you know, uh, we were we were looking at this particular area, and at the moment, what we're doing, we're we're looking at working on a project together, the PPN and the Older People's Forum, and it's uh, where we will actually attain um, a number of tab that are age-friendly appropriate. So they're targeted specifically towards the older generation, um, you know, making things a lot more simplified. It's not like your your Mac or your iPad that you open up that all of a sudden you're saying, oh my God, yeah, what do I, I do here? We had a guest here in studio on, on the phone there a couple of months ago, Edwina Dunn, who's representing a company yes. who makes exactly those kind of devices. Yeah. Yes, uh, we've been in contact actually with Edwina, so um, she's been a fantastic help to us. So it's in the embryonic stage, but we think it'll be... a 
a really good uh, project to roll out over the coming weeks and months and particularly coming into the winter time because no doubt dip- depending on the way things go I'd say you will see a lot more cocooning taking place um, so we want people to be able to uh, avail of um, you know options like this that they don't feel yeah. as isolated Staying as they have been. Staying connected really isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely yeah. it's really it's really important. important. Vitally yeah. important yeah. vitally important and uh, helping overcome any tech barriers uh, that, that do exist um, which is which is great as well um, I also noticed I, I think that you've got something planned or have you you're starting to work on something to on, on, on uh, migrants and the whole migrant community and the integration of the migrant community here in Kilkenny into yes, the fabric. Yes, we are. Um, n- now, uh, this kind of uh, project, there was the, the uh, migrant strategy um, undertaken a number of years ago here in Kilkenny, um, but for various reasons, it just didn't work out. So, uh, Kilkenny County Council, the PPN and Kilkenny Leader Partnership decided to um, come together to join forces and uh, work in collaboration uh, to undertake a review of the uh, migrant integration strategy that was there in place uh, with a view to obviously making it more feasible and more workable. Um, so at the moment it's still um, we're, we're still at the uh, consultation phase. We've received over, I think it's around 205 now, it's at 205 submissions which is absolutely fantastic. Here and in Kilkenny, here all in to Kilkenny. do with migrant integration. All to That's do with amazing. migrant integration yeah. yeah and it's across the board you know so it's absolutely fantastic um, I suppose you know Sadly, obviously, with the the, um, the the tragic death there um, a number of weeks ago in America, it kind of I think it brought a lot of things to the fore for people, and we had the Black Lives Matter uh, protest here mm. in Kilkenny as well, and it was fantastic sure, to yeah. see the turnout um, and and the respect that was shown. Um, so, on foot of that, I think it kind of propelled it that bit more even. Um, but we've got a great response, and over the next number of weeks, we should see the you know a finalised product uh, report being issued and that will be a view to, with a view to implementing over the number ne- next number of months as well Morris. Mm, we'll definitely come yeah. back here with uh, to, to me with that or indeed to um, Communities in Action to Paul Rofi and Liz Kett. I'm sure they'd be delighted to talk yes, to you about absolutely. that when there's, there's an output or a product um, from that. Um, so yeah, so you're you're keeping very busy, obviously, uh, despite pandemics, and yourself <laughs> and um, Bortha and Gillian in the office. Um, and, and I believe you you might even be moved on from, or be moving on from um, we voluntarily have, from we have. Uh, Parliament Street. Oh, so there's nothing like it. Sure, in the middle of a pandemic, what would you be? Yeah, what they, better well, place do say, to do when you move they office? They do say don't waste a good <laughs> crisis. Yeah. Well, that's it. So yes, we've moved uh, from 42 Parliament Street. We're now located at Unit One Hebron House in McDonough Junction. So we're right on the roundabout, a central location um, it would be um, much more accessible for our members and uh, people who want to join the PPN and just to point out as well we're sharing a space with the Older People's Forum so um, I think it's going to be a really good uh, uh, relationship going forward and you know the, the more the merrier I just hope that things progress uh, in, in relation to the pandemic that we'll yeah, be able to go yeah. back to normal. I suppose um, drop in isn't probably an option or may not be for the moment until not Right have now. settled in and yeah, 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 not right now. I mean, we're adhering to social distance provisions. Yeah. Well, that's it, that's it, yeah. and we're adhering to the national guidelines, Morris. But uh, in time, hopefully, I mean, we've had to completely review how we do business, uh, so, no more than any, yeah, any so other really, organisation. Really, this just leads on just before we go, and people interested in um, asking you anything on behalf of their own community organisation mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever um, just to remind us of the contact number for PPN. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, the contact number remains the same. So it's 056-779-4710. And indeed, in relation to my own mobile number, uh, you can reach me at any stage on uh, 87 173 So that's 087-173-1634. And Morris as well, if, if anybody wants to just drop me a line, they can reach me by email on ppnkilkenny at kilkennycoco.ie. Grant. Look, it's been lovely talking to you as usual, Mags. Uh, hopefully you have a lovely, um, pleasant and safe weekend and uh, back to the fray on Monday morning anyway, bright Absolutely. and early in Hebron. Uh, Absolutely. In the That's it. Thanks very right. much for having me on the show. Lovely to have you as, we, as usual, Mags. Take care. By the time we took our first hour break of the day, we'll be back in a couple of minutes' time after these with weather. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Now, by now, you will have known, and if you've been listening at all, any time from uh, late morning on, all the way through the afternoon, that it's Community Radio Day, and we're marking that uh, here in the studio, anyway, and in the station by having, having some short chats with a whole heap of different people. Uh, we heard from Liam Kelly O'Rourke earlier on in a short conversation with Anne Nolan. Uh, but another voice for you now that hasn't been heard live, anyway, on air for quite some time, again, because of the pandemic and cocooning and all the rest. And that's, of course, the legend uh, of sport and sports broadcasting and indeed GAA publishing here in Kilkenny that is Barry Henriquez. Barry Henriquez is one of the top sports journalists uh, in Kilkenny and he happens to be the oldest member of the award-winning Community Radio Kilkenny City sports team. Um, hello Barry, how are you? Very well. Indeed, yeah, I'm a little bit incapacitated at the moment, but other than that, health-wise, I'm very, very well indeed. And, uh, you know, this oldest member of the sports team. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Anne. How long are you involved in community radio in Kilkenny? Well, I've been, I, I, I remember I, I was out the Callan Road with Tom Ryle. We used to do sport on a Sunday evening about six o'clock, I'd say, match reports and things like that. I did a bit of sidekicking with Tom Ryle that time, the great Tom Ryle, the iconic Tom Ryle. And uh, I remember one particular Sunday evening that we were there to do the sport, and I think it was Frank Kine or someone like that coming in behind Tom Ryle, but there was no sign of Frank Kine. Uh, I'd say he was on the sauce, or someone was on the sauce anyway, but they didn't show. So I think our sports show that night went from 6 o'clock to 10 which is a bit of a marathon really because I mean there's only so much sport you can talk about there's only so much sport out there that you can comment or that you can comment on but anyway I enjoyed it started there about 88 I think my first thing 88, 89 I'd say and then when Radio Kikini started up Pat Tracy gave me a ring and say, asked me would I commentate on a match and that is that's a well-known story now at this stage but uh, and uh, you came then from Ballycallan all the way through to yep. Hebron and Dustal Estate yep. and you're part of the award-winning Community Radio Kilkenny City sports team so what was that like to win that award for all your great work over the years and to get acknowledged by Crail yep. for being part of that sports team well, to put it in a nutshell, and you know I don't put things in nutshells, like I, just, I just ramble and rabbit on. But anyway, to put it in a nutshell, show me somebody that doesn't like a clap in the back and I'll show you a liar. And I, at the end of the day, to be acclaimed for what you've done, as part, whether as part of a team or individually, there's something special about it, you know. And, and you know, you, 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 you walk with a bit of a strut when you get involved in that kind of award-winning things. And I've had a few award-winning t- 
things. I've had three McNamee Awards. They were National GA Awards involved with three of them. I say I'm the only man in the GA history that was involved with three McNamee Award wins anyway. Um, but uh, that was a GA thing. But to, uh, to go back to your question, yeah, it was terrific. And, and like it's a reflection of what we did, Anne. And, and somebody out there thought that what we did, we did something that was very special and very good and, and deserving of some kind of an award. And so we won one. And it was actually the Camogie Board, uh, that uh, the Camogie Association of Ireland that made us this, uh, that award. And uh, to be fair, I, I, I think the wrong people went up to collect it. We collected it at a, a nice function in Croke Park. Not too long ago, and Nicky Brennan and I went up to collect it. But in all honesty, I, I think the likes of Tracy and, and, and should have been up there, but apparently he wasn't able to come, thanks for the God. So I got the free dinner. And uh, so, you know, it was a team effort. There's no doubt in the world about it that it was a team effort. And we all had some kind of an input into it, but it was down to our head of sport, Tracy. And, and like, I hate praising the whore, but anyway, um, you know, he. Uh, he, he was very much as up front and central to us winning that award. But Nicky and I were delighted to go up to get the free dinners and do a bit of waffling and come home with the, with the trophy under our arm. And Barry, do you think that you have made an influence on people in here or people in general? I know Liam Kelly O'Rourke has great admiration for you and he's great praise for the fact that you've helped him and guided him through the years since he came. But do you think that in general that you would have influenced other people other than Liam Kelly O'Rourke? As a cumulative, uh, we've had a big influence on people. We've uh, influence people's opinions and I'm always using the Royal We because there's no such thing as a one man sports team we as a sports team have made a, a big contribution to sport and, and, and like and how do I know how do we know that we have well like public opinion has has uh, underlined the fact that we've made uh, that contribution public opinion have said that we're doing any time I go down the street, and Bear and, and, and Jim Cashin and, and you know, and Joe Hennessy and Kieran um, uh, Muldowney and, and Pat Tracy, obviously, and Nicky, obviously, and, uh, you know, all those people, Richie Power, of course, obviously, all those people have been involved over, and Tommy Lanigan earlier on, and that kind of, those kind of people. That That's a big team. And young Liam Kelly O'Rourke uh, was very much a part of that for with us for the last two years started off, he cut his teeth, I think, with Don Devlin, but um, yeah, we, we have made a big contribution because everywhere, anywhere you'd go, uh, people would say, oh, jeez, I love that, I love that, and hey, Barry, you shouldn't be giving out to Nicky Brennan, and all the, and all the text messages that come in during the show, and castigating me for, for uh, picking rows with somebody, and sure, yeah, I mean, i tell you one thing, and the, the trick with radio, at any level, particularly at sport level, if you get the people to turn on the knob, make sure, make sure they don't turn it off. And we kind of live by that uh, uh, kind of uh, under, un, underlying ambition that we get them to listen, we get them to turn on the radio to listen to us, and we make sure that we make it interesting enough for them that, they're, they're, that we force them, we defy them not to turn it off. You know, and at the end of the day, it seems to work for us.
And Barry, going back over the 30 years that you have been involved in radio, and no doubt it has changed your life in more ways than one, is there any specific thing or event that you could pinpoint to say, that really changed my life and forever I'll be grateful to Community Radio for that time? Little sto- a little story. I, I, this is well told. This is the last time I'll tell the story. Croke Park, uh, 1990, I think, Wexford Kilkenny National League final replay. We were up in the front row of the old Hogan stand to do the commentaries then, and right beside us are a hole on a wooden bench, like it's far more sophisticated now than it was then. But Pat Tracy has asked me, would I do an interview, or would I do a commentary? And I said, jeez, I never did. I didn't know him, really. I've never done that kind of commentary. And he said, will you come and try it? And I said, ah, okay. So we were, there we were, and I was following you earlier, and I was, it was like, it was like commentating it was like commentating on someone washing, washing a, a dirty rag. And, and Pat Tracy, I'd said, absolutely got the impression that, oh, jeez, I've made a mistake here. And at half time, Pat said, Barry, you put a bit of fire in it. I was absolutely sweating blood. And I thought, oh, yeah, okay. And second half, I picked it up a small bit. Now, it was a dirty, wet, miserable day. The match was absolutely terrible. It was a horrendous, horrible match. Um, and there was, we were surrounded by ordinary people, spectators, you know, and we had a, had a single microphone held in our hand, my hand, big long line, a uh, lead out of it. And Pat said to me as we came towards the end, he said, pick it up, Barry, pick it up. And I said, OK. So I picked it. I, uh, I started actually commentating on a match that wasn't happening. I made it up. It was a big lie. And... At this stage, I was going, I said, to hell with this, I'll finish this, and we'll never, they'll never see me again. And I went at it a hundred to the second. And whatever was going on the field bore no relation whatsoever to the story I was telling, going down the wires to Radio Kilkenny. And eventually, there was a lad behind the, behind me, and I heard all the comments around the people, people said, she's terrible, man, bad, man, bad, horrible. This arm came in over my shoulder, grabbed the microphone off me, and he says, Be Jesus, sonny, he says, I wish to Christ, he says, I was at home listening to you and watching this SH1T. And that told the story. And that was probably one of the stories that I'll never forget as long as I live, because that thing came down over the wires to Kilkenny, so I was exposed as a liar. Well, Barry, I don't think you're a liar. I think you're... I was that there, let me tell you. I was that there, let me tell you. I think you're a great influence on people. You've been a great influence on me. I know that. And I'll be proud to say, okay, I don't know anything about sport. And you know that. I know nothing about sport. And many a time you've tried to maybe teach me and, or drag me into the studio and teach me about sport but I, I'm not having none of that but at the same time you've been a great influence to me when I came in here well that was the biggest lie of my life though, and I suppose from there Patrice asked me to come back and do the next match and I thought I must have done something right and I must have impressed somebody so for telling the lie I kind of got the gig there was the language there involved in it anyway but, but that's what was said Thank you very much for that insight into your life, uh, 30 years life in radio. And like I said, you've been an influence to many a person, uh, me included. Stay going, kiddo. And there you go.
Uh, lively and humorous and uh, wisecracking as ever, Barry Henriquez. And um, that was that was Barry. I'm sure he'll be back. I'm sure he's dying to get back in here in studio anyway. Um, and uh, sure he will be as soon as, uh, not so much the pandemic allows, but as soon as there's enough sport really to be to be working on. But anyway, we're going to take another ad break now. It's just uh, coming up to 17 minutes to 6 o'clock here on today's Kilkenny Today with myself, Morris O'Connor. Text number as usual, of course, 0863537782. Actually, before we go, just to remind you, um, if you want to contact us, if you know anything and you're listening out in the Gordon direction, if uh, you know anything about the Black Labrador Dog uh, mail that was found out that way, you can contact us here at the station at 056 776 Give us a shout and we'll pass on the number of the man who found it if you're the owner who's uh, wondering where your Black Labrador dog has gone to. In the meantime though we'll take another ad break and back with our own Anne Nolan. Kilkenny Today on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by Clear Life and Pensions on 056 Clubhouse Hotel, Kilkenny's oldest hotel, has been here for over 220 years and will be here for you when this lockdown is over. The Clubhouse Hotel, Upper Patrick Street. Stay local and shop local. Kilkenny Vehicle Centre on the Callan Road roundabout for your Citroen or Honda. Test drive the new 2020 Citroen C5 Aircross Crossover, the Berlingo Irish Van of the Year, or check out our brand new Honda CRV Hybrid and Honda Civic Sedan. We're on the web, kilkennyvehicles.com. Call Cottle on 056 77 Kilkenny Vehicle Centre for Honda and Citroen. Tommy's Tipper, sand and gravel delivery and rubbish removal. Call Tommy on 087-742-4368. Tommy's Tipper at your service. MW Hire on the Hebron Industrial Estate Kilkenny and in Orlingford Business Park off the M8. MW Hire for rental, sale and hire of pumps and plant machinery. Backed up by a nationwide local support service. Online mwhire.ie or on the phone 056 77 6165. MW Hire, a local company on the international stage. Tune in to MW Hire Sports Replay every Saturday on City Sport, only on Community Radio, Kilkenny City 88.7 FM. JD Barbers in the New Park Shopping Centre. Open Monday to Friday from 10am to 7pm and Saturday 9 to 5.30. Over 200 free parking spaces right outside our door. JD Barbers, your local barbershop. Countryside Foods, delivering fresh food to your local shop. Award-winning sausages, rashers, pork products and cold meats. Countrystyle Foods, Grana, Kill Macau, your local company since 1985. Shop local by Countrystyle Foods in your local shop. We all want to stay safe and protect each other from coronavirus. We do this by cleaning our hands, social distancing and covering sneezes and coughs. We can also do this by wearing a face covering. Face coverings help prevent people who don't know they have the virus from spreading it to others. They should be worn anywhere it's difficult to stay two metres apart, like shops or public transport, or when visiting anyone who's more at risk. Wear a face covering. Stay safe. Protect each other. See hse.ie for more. When you are buying, think local. 
You're listening to Kilkenny Today with Maurice O'Connor. To ensure people can safely and easily visit Kilkenny City, a one-way traffic system is now in place in the city centre, from Johnsbridge to the parade and from the parade to Parliament Street, to aid social distancing and provide space for you to move around safely. Please enjoy our city and watch out for the new traffic flow signage and markings. This is your council working for you in Kilkenny City and County. Right, welcome back. That one just caught me by surprise there a little bit. I think it was a bit of a longer notice. But anyway, it's important to know that uh, that one-way system is actually starting a wee bit ahead of time. It was originally announced for next Monday. But of course, uh, I think because of weather situation over the weekend, uh, the Council are obviously deciding to take the opportunity to kick it off a wee bit earlier, at least to start to put the bollards in place. So just be aware of that if you're driving in particular and even walking down around town um, this uh, this weekend. So there you go. Um, moving on now at, uh, what is it, 12, 12 and a half minutes to six o'clock here on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Last guest of the day and a particularly suitable one given that today is Community Radio Day all across the country and we're celebrating and marking it here in Community Radio Kilkenny City. CRKC.ie 88.7 FM, of course. My colleague, my producer, Anne Nolan. Um, good evening, Anne. How are you? You've been running around all day um, helping out and yeah. doing interviews and all the rest. Yeah, very yeah, busy. busy yeah. Very, very busy. Yeah. Um, great day. Very, very enjoyable, um, as always, and great to be part of it. Um, absolutely yeah. honoured to be part of something so important. And, and when it comes to community radio, that is important. And it was, like I said, it's an honour to be part of it. Yeah, yeah, they didn't drag you up to Dublin to Phoenix FM no. um, studios <laughs> just to, to, to market. But I know you have been involved um, with some of the Crail AGMs, of course, and going over there and kind of networking and sharing experiences and learning and all the rest about uh, community radio in that context and at the conferences. Yeah, um, I've been to two and, yeah, I absolutely loved them. I really, really enjoyed them. It's something you, you don't come away without learning something. You definitely definitely learn mm. something even if it's something small you do learn and mm. I came away from them like knowing you know okay I was producing before I went but I came away and thinking right I could do better you know I could be better at doing one thing or another so yeah you definitely definitely do learn at them yeah well it's far it's far from doing one thing you are because uh, <laughs> you're you've been doing more and more and more um you're all, i was going to say all over the place but that's the wrong way of putting it you're kind of doing lots and lots um particularly since the pandemic started but even before the pandemic um you've been kind of building a huge profile here in the station um but just remind like remind people like what it is where, where did you actually or what was the circumstances of setting in the foot inside the door for the first time in here um, I came here in October 2015 and a friend of mine suggested that I should go and train to be a DJ because I was big into dance music I know that and yeah. I came through the doors here and Pat Tracy was the manager at the time and I knew nothing about radio or any other types of music other than dance music. And then uh, Pat took me under his wing for about six weeks. And then it was, that was in the temporary license. So the station closed down. And then I came back. I got a phone call in 2016 by our current manager, Declan Gibbons. And he asked me to come back. And I came back working on reception. And then he was doing a program called Straight Talk 
on Sunday morning and I used to come in and do a reception on Sunday morning and he asked me one day would I get a guest for his show and I got a guest for his show and that was it and then it, that became the norm every Sunday morning mm. and then I got I don't know how I got moved but I got moved into Pat Tracy's office and John Cleary started and I was paired up with John Cleary and I was overnight kind of producing, co-producing Kilkenny Today. Now, when I say co-producing, it was John Cleary was doing the producing and I was kind of sitting watching everything that John was doing. And slowly but surely, I kind of learned the ropes. And then we got moved into the newsroom and I was in there doing the same thing. And then John left because he was here on a community employment scheme and John left. And then it was me on my own in the newsroom doing the producing and... Mm being responsible kind of for a program such such an important program as Kilkenny today and okay yeah I've made mistakes along the way and what I've Actually, don't we all don't we all <laughs> that's part of the yeah the live experience yeah. I suppose if it was all perfect it would sound dead so, yeah so yeah. that's how I kind of got got into it and but everything I learnt and everything that I know I learnt in here behind so these four walls. So literally it's, it kind of sounds like as if you, you came in here just thinking oh, oh, the, only, the only reason I'm here is to meet somebody who's going to teach me how to be a DJ nothing to do with broadcasting no, or anything. absolutely nothing. Yeah. I was so naive um, really, really naive. Um, I just thought okay, I'm going to come in here and I'm going to train to be a DJ and that was it. And yeah. I didn't think of yeah. anything like producing was been the last thing that I would have even thought of doing. I thought that was such a, a huge, 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 serious thing. And yeah, it is serious, but I didn't honestly think that someone like me could do something like Tell that. It's very serious if you don't uh, have guests for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I've never, never let you never, down. No, you haven't. I have to acknowledge that. <laughs> In case listeners are wondering, why is he giving her a hard time? She has never let me down, this woman. <laughs> I have to say that. Um, but you did actually train to be a DJ anyway, yeah. all, apart from all the other thing, getting involved in radio. Yeah, Not just radio DJ. No, no. I went out and did did it outside yeah. start doing mobile DJing outside at parties and you know weddings and you know all that sort of stuff and book launches and done yeah, yeah. I've done it no, all I know I know like parents um, parents are probably going to be able to relate to what I'm saying now but I remember the very first time I came in here and um, was let loose on my own here in the studio uh, presenting and managing an entire program on my own um, after it I was so nervous and sweating like pig and I came home and I was describing it I think to people for weeks afterwards it's the only thing I could compare it to was the first time I changed one of my own baby's nappies <laughs> there's that sense of bending over this thing now okay it's not it's not anything like it as important as a baby here in the desk but it's the same thing if, if what if something goes wrong and I was so nervous w was there anything oh, like that the first time you did a live DJ set no I was would you believe I wasn't nervous doing a live DJ set as much as I was in here my very first night in here doing the show electronic dance um, Kevin Lee Farr who's part of our technical team Kevin, I literally told Kevin before I went into the studio, please do not leave me in there on my own. And in fairness to Kevin, he stayed with me for that hour. And he stayed with me for a couple of weeks afterwards. And then slowly but surely, he kind of let me off on my own. And it didn't, as time went on, he'd kind of sit in the production studio and then it was, he'd be in the building, but I wouldn't see him. And slowly but surely, he kind of let me off on my own. 
Um, but doing a DJ set outside was completely different. Mm. I don't know what it was. It was just the radio was okay. This is it's public and it's this big important thing and you have to get it right. Mm. I had that thing in my head, you ha- and you do have to get Did it you right. Remember your first DJ set? Yeah, my very first DJ yeah. set was a wedding. Oh right, gosh! You wouldn't want first to get paid, that one wrong. first paid DJ yeah, set was a yeah. wedding, but uh, unpaid one was the Relay for Life, and I did it with Tommy Dowd and Liz Kett from here. Oh, that was a good way of practicing. Of course, yeah. they're both great veterans oh, yeah. of broadcasting, and yeah. well, very comfortable on the rest. They'd have put you at ease, I'd say. Yeah, well, I learned. Yeah, 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 and then like say getting tips from the likes of Pat Tracy and John Berrigan. When when I got to meet John, got tips from him and Don Devlin, and and the all kind of gave me little bits you know little bits of tips and advice along the way and it's just a matter of using it like a jigsaw and piecing it all together but in here it would be I couldn't have done in here or I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing yeah. in here if it wasn't yeah. for the likes of Declan Gibbons and Mick Cummins and and Kevin Lee Farr and Pat Tracy and yourself and, and there's a huge team in here yeah there is it's a big family alright and um, we don't we don't even all see one another and even less so now since the pandemic has restricted the number of people in and around the premises um, but yeah yeah, there's a, there's a huge number of people here when you actually start to think about it and list all the names and even if you look down on the on the, web, the website if you take a look anybody listening on, on through the programme schedule you just count up the number of names that are involved and then add all the people that you don't see too much of behind the scenes um, there's there's a lot I think yeah there is a lot touching a hundred I think it's over a hundred over a hundred it's over a hundred yeah, yeah. So it's, a, it's a huge it's a huge community and a huge commitment and and of course like for you it, it's moved on to the stage that um, you're we're actually paying you to be here yeah um, which is which is great I suppose for yeah. yourself uh, yeah from started volunteering in like I said 2015 and then this year in February of this year got a paid job um, here as the outreach coordinator for the station. So, yeah. Um, so so lots, lots of people, which actually kind of puts <laughs> you in touch with an awful lot of people outside yeah. the station as well, because, you know, just with that role and with producing the shows for the likes of myself and whoever else, you know, there's you're making an awful lot of phone calls and introducing yourself and the station to an awful lot of people. Absolutely. And uh, it's a vital role because you're, you're, you're the first voice that a lot of people would hear to, uh, to yeah. represent the station. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, and so you have like, no pressure on no no pressure at all I have to get it right it's, it's yeah. a case of okay I have to get it right first time because like you said I'm the first person that they hear and I'm representing the station and if I'm if I don't have it right the first time well then that gives the station a bad impression yeah. like and and that wouldn't you know that wouldn't be something that I would want to do I'd want to give the station the best impression yeah. possible yeah. and to give it its voice as what it is as that it is community radio and it's here for the people and it's the voice for the people and it gives that those people the the platform to air what they want to say regardless if it's a charity event or if it's an organisation or if it's a concert or if it's someone releasing an album or a single or if it's a local politician it doesn't matter they have a voice and I have to get that right yeah I think listeners will certainly well recognise and uh, will know from the content of the shows anyway the the, the efforts that you put in because it's reflected in all of that and then it's up to the likes of myself and uh, anybody well including yourself now that you're presenting (laughs) Kilkenny today while Samantha can't make it in um, but she, she presumably will be back as well quite soon. But you, yeah, you've, you've dipped into the whole area of presenting 
uh, voice shows as well as the music shows and yeah. indeed even different music genres different which music. I suppose you'd be used to from the DJing because you can't be playing EDM for every no, function that you're asked to DJ Absolutely, no. Um, yeah. Doing, covering yeah. Tom Dowling's show, like doing like country music. I've done uh, John Berrigan's. I've covered for John Berrigan. Mm. I've covered for Colin Kennedy. So yeah. It's well, it's more than I've done. I've only <laughs> ever done one music show here in my time and that was on New Year's Eve between mid 10 o'clock p.m. and midnight and I don't know whether there was any listeners at all but it's just myself and Declan in the studio and I was able um, to indulge myself but I don't know how well I'd do if I had to do it all the time. Um, so uh, will, do, do you reckon you'll see yourself being here as long as the, the Bowel Barry Henrique that you were talking to there, yeah? D- absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't yeah. see a day that I wouldn't be here. And so you, yeah. you, no. might even, you might even get a chance to uh, become an expert in sport if you're here that long. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think now, if, if Barry Henriquez can't teach me, I don't think anyone can. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you never you never know, there's plenty of time and you get, get yourself involved in some sport and then you become an expert on it and one thing leads, leads to another. Anyway, look, it's been great having the chat. Um, I hope listeners have enjoyed um, hearing you talk about yourself as, as well as uh, just introducing guests on Kilkenny today and introducing music on all the shows and your own show and the shows you've been covering. Um, but it's about all we've time for today. Actually, just coming up to 30 seconds to the top of the hour. It's been great to be here on Community Radio, National Community Radio Day in particular and to be able to market and celebrate it with, of course, yourself, Anne, and with Barry and Liam Kelly O'Rourke and indeed Mag Sweelan from the PPN earlier on. And uh, we're all looking forward to being back with you again as soon as possible. We'll have the Angelus, the Community Diary, up after this. And uh, then Kyoza uh, Kishnan, isn't it, Anne, with Sharon O'Cassidy. But uh, in the meantime, anyway, until I'm talking to you and with you again, Anne will be with you, of course, on Monday's Kilkenny Today, uh, I think, and I will be with you on Tuesday. Have a lovely weekend. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM.